Miss the conversation? Miss the conversation. Find all the interviews in the podcast section on capetalk.co.za. Myla Smith this morning, Mila Smith this morning with us in studio. Very good morning to you. Welcome to uh, Cape Talk and uh, sorry for waking you up this Saturday morning. <laughs> I know you millennials like sleeping late and, uh, you know, you probably wake up at about 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock. You got me t- 100%. That is what I do. <laughs> so this is early, but it's a welcome, <laughs> it's a welcome early visit. Well, it's a wonderful opportunity for us to have you, to have you in studio. Um, and, and I, I don't want to age you, but, you you finished matric last year, I so did, it was I did. Di- it was, but it must have been difficult for you going through grade twelve. Let's go back eleven, mm, grade mm. ten. So grade ten and eleven must have been very very difficult during the COVID years for for your generation. Uh, and last year was the first sort of matric year where everybody could could go to school for mm. the entire year. Mm. How was that experience for you? Listen, I think. That experience will always be challenging because you can't substitute in-person learning. There's something special about, you know, you're seeing the teacher, you're physically at your desk, you're writing notes, you're seeing all your friends as well. So that shift took some getting used to. But I will say that my school is a Google school. Like we were always working online a lot. So the actual adjustment to online and to Google Meets wasn't a difficult one. Um, but yo, I was excited to be back in person in matric. I'll say that. I'll say that for sure. Mm. And those matric results were good because I see your mom smiling quite <laughs> happily is. on the other side. Uh, she didn't yeah. spend a lot of money on the matric ball and the matric <laughs> dress and all those. <laughs> all those little things, yeah. I'm I'm actually dreading that because my little one is in uh, in grade six now, so so it's a it's a major it's a big, very big journey for mm, us. But mm. you here to chat to us about your musical journey this morning and and the fact that you uh, were part of a you know part of a band. You were the lead singer in the band or are the lead singer in the band called Skyscrapers, and mm. you've been making that impression on the the musical industry. Yet and you started at the very tender age of, of fourteen years old. I did, I did. How so, did that come about? So what happened was is that. Even even younger than 14, in grade 5, I was approached by these two boys a grade younger than me. So they were 11 or 10 and I was 11. And the one was part of a music school and he needed a group of musicians, a band to perform. And he had a deadline and he'd seen me performing in assembly and he said, you, like, please help me. Like, let's make a makeshift band. And we did it and we performed. And... Through that, we realized, you know, this could be something more. I've always been passionate about music. I've been writing music forever. And so I introduced my original music to them. And that is how Skyscrapers was born. And then sadly, and we, we also re- released an EP, released a single called Just Kids, um, performed at Duval Park. And then in 2018, the band disbanded. And I had a teen life crisis. I didn't know what I was going to do. <laughs> um, and that's when I embarked on my solo career. And fast forward three years, four years, and now I'm signed to a label called Platoon, and I've just released my third single, Nice Guy. So, mm. yeah. so it's been it's it's been a crash journey for you, mm. but it's also been a, a great journey for you coming out into your own. Where do you place yourself in in the music industry? You know, everybody sort of, and I hate to do this because you you people use the fantastic word saying that. Uh, you place a particular genre mm, of music, mm, and mm. but that just boxes you, and, 100%. And, and, and and that's kind of 
says to you, it, it kind of says to yourself, I'm limiting myself to writing this kind of music. Or do you sort of just feel, listen, I need to break away from this and I write whatever the mood is at the time? A hundred percent. I think the beauty of music is that you can be flexible. I don't like to put myself in a box, as you said. Um, and also with the power of collaboration, when you're collaborating with different artists, it's almost impossible to replicate the same song you've just written. Um, you're always branching it out into new genres. So I'd say that also in terms of my musical journey, when I started off, um, my first song released, Lies and Fakes, that's a very pop, pop, bop track. But then it ventured into Reassemble Myself, which is more ballad. So think of like an Adele-like track. And now we've got Nice Guy, which was an, a complete experiment. I mean, it was written in two hours. Um, and that's a more like pop-punk feel. Um, and so, yeah, I mean... In terms of when someone asks me what genre I I usually write towards, I create, sure, I'd box it maybe as pop or pop soul, but it really ventures out into a lot of different avenues, and I'm just excited to continue doing so. Mm. So there's definitely got to be, because, um, you know, when, when, you, when you chat to, to millennials, they always say to you, they want to be a YouTuber. <laughs> I always say, rather be an educated YouTuber than just to be a YouTuber. So mm. are you going to study after matric or are you just going to take a gap year and make some money first? Oh, uh, don't worry. I'm, I'm, I am studying. I'm currently doing a Bachelor of Arts at UCT. Um, so, um, yeah. You, you mean you hope to start because UCT has yeah. just been terrible for yeah. about a week? <laughs> Yeah, we've now, like, you were talking earlier about, like, online learning. I mean, it's literally, we're reverting back to circa 2020 because we've been doing online learning this past week. So I'm, like, crossing fingers that next week everything will sort itself out and I can go back in person. Um, but, yeah, so still doing studying and doing music as well. Um, I like to learn. I like to study. So that's mm. the focus. Is there a massive difference? Because I... I uh, when we chat to people on a Saturday morning, there's always uh, this huge difference between, uh, you know, the old guard guys, <laughs> you know, the <laughs> Bianca Lagrange and, and Kurt Darren's mm. of, uh, you know, who have been in the industry for so many years. And then you guys who are the new up and coming, the, the, <clears throat> the new found, the, the technology wise people, you know, somebody said to me in the uh, last week, uh, the person said to me, but uh, but, but uh, I, I can write I can write this song on my phone. Mm -hmm. I can do this music on my phone. And I'm like, no 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 no. When you want to approach a radio station and say to a radio station, please, would you like? Well, I would like you to play my music. You have to go and have it digitally mastered. You have to mm. have it proper, properly done. Mm. So have you found yourself in in, in that thing? That I can write this song on a computer. Um, I th definitely. I mean, I think even if you're doing the more traditional route of like digital master um you still producing is online producing is on digi digital software so for example i make use of a software called ableton and that's how a lot of the sounds i mean you'll hear some strings in my music or you'll hear a synth and you'll be like where's that from like how how do they get a a whole orchestra but actually it's just it's from a digital software um and i think there is a beauty in the fact that you can be online and doing all of the stuff and i think it also makes music more accessible i have to say because it means that you don't a studio is very important and it's a privilege to be able to record in a studio but that isn't nowadays in the age of streaming it's not the only way that you can get stuff done because you can now 
record on your laptop. You can record on your phone even, but I, I have not done that. I don't have this, <laughs> but um, it definitely is possible. Chatting to Mila Smith this morning, and um, I, I think let's take a listen to, 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 to the track that you've released, which is Nice Guy. The first track uh, we're going to play from uh, Mila Smith, and uh, she is, of course, making an impression on the South African music scene, has been doing that uh, way before the age of 14, and she was the lead band, lead singer of a band called Skyscrapers, being signed now to a services company, Platoon, where she began making and releasing her work um, as a solo artist and uh, sort of uh, immediate uh, industry acclaim. So the industry has has actually accepted you and taken you on. And uh, how's that journey been for you? Oh, it's been amazing, really. It's such a privilege also because we've got such talent in our South African music industry. So I feel that every time I get to interact, like even if I'm interacting with you or just another producer or another writer, um, there's always something to learn, which is so good. And I don't think you ever stop learning. Um, so it's been a... It's been a great experience. Mm. Who inspires you? Who do you? Where do you turn to? Because uh, I wanted to ask you if you're going to Kirstenbosch tomorrow. <laughs> Mom, she's going to go to Kirstenbosch tomorrow <laughs> because there are 11 singers on stage, female singers on stage, and um, they're going to be doing a folk concert. We spoke to Gavin Minter earlier oh, wow. this morning, which is a, an absolutely brilliant stage to be on. Uh, and, and 11 female singers in and around the country. So who inspires you? Do you look... To the country, do you go Ooh. out and say, "Okay, I'm Rihanna and <laughs> Beyonce"? And wow, what a question! Okay, yeah. well, I'd say I I would have to say that a big inspiration for me is Adele. I love Adele. Okay, um, and <laughs> my second just crashed. <laughs> my second sing single is very heavily inspired by her and her ballads, um, and then. Also, I will I will say my Beyonces and my Taylor Swifts just because I love them. I'll never say no to. Let's just manifest it that I'll perform with them um, one day. Um, and then closer to home, my mom who's sitting who's <laughs> sitting in the booth behind me. Um, definitely, just someone that's always been there for me, just to hold the space for me to just feel free to create and experiment with my music. Um, and then, yeah, those mm. are my inspirations. Mila Smith, what is what is lying ahead for you during the course of of this year? What what do you want for yourself besides hopefully going back to UCT mm -hmm. and waiting for UCT to Crossing calm down fingers. so we can study within mm. a week's time from now? The sooner the better, obviously for most. Of first course, years. for sure. Um, well, I would say that the goal for this year is to release an EP in the first half of this year. Um, and also before that, release another single. So watch the space because that's coming. And then also a lot more live performances. Love to get out, do live stuff. And then a dream of mine is also to compose music for either a series or a film. Um, so anyone that's making a series right now that's listening, this is my appeal to you. Okay, <laughs> hit me up. Um, but th that's definitely what I'm doing. So just watch the space. It's all coming. Mila Smith chatting to us this morning. I, th I think she's such a brilliant artist and a wonderful person. We go we're going to take a listen to another one of her songs this morning. Smith and uh, two completely different songs, isn't it? I know. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Um, and so the next one hope, is also a completely different sound to the one you've just played. So yeah. that's the fun of it, really. For young people out there, your age, listening to you and, and saying, but how, how do I become a Mila Smith? Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think my advice would be, and I always say this, is just put yourself out there, whether it be just singing for family, singing for friends, singing in your school assemblies. That's how I started. Um, put yourself out there. And we've also got the world at our fingertips now with Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. So if it just takes posting 15-minute clips or no, not 15, 15-second clips of you singing or your artwork, do that. Um, have faith in yourself and your ability. Um, and also currently there's there's a big there's a big shift because in the past there's this big misconception that you have to have a studio you have to have a label and while that helps immensely now nowadays all you need is a laptop and you can watch tutorials on youtube as to how to compose how to start on ableton um which is a big big step so just do that guys Put yourself out there. Elizabeth, all the best and good luck to you. We hope maybe at the end of the year we'll we'll hear that you uh, are fronting for some great artist oh, yes. and some great singer <laughs> who's coming to perform at the at the Cape Town Stadium. Have yourself a wonderful, absolutely brilliant uh, Saturday and thank you so much for coming into studio and joining us this morning.